Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to Intense Dialogue by Design for Greatness with your host, Trish Govender. Now, as you all know, I am busy with this series, What is Your Design for Greatness Journey? And today, we are on part four of the series. And I mentioned to you before that I will be bringing amazing individuals on here that are willing to share their story. And I'm so excited because whenever I hear someone's story, it just motivates me to continue sharing mine. Now, today I have an amazing and a beautiful woman, Elizabeth. And I'm, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her, but I'm going to tell you very little because I want her to tell you who she is. All right. So, Elizabeth. Yes. Let's see. Okay. So, Elizabeth is a published, best-selling, international co-author, keynote speaker, founder and creator of Miss Liz Tea Time and Parties. Now that for me already, oh my goodness. I know that there's a beautiful story behind this published and best-selling international author. Now, I don't want to take too much of the limelight away from Elizabeth. So I want to welcome Elizabeth to the show. So welcome Elizabeth and thank you very much for joining us today. Oh, well, thank you so much for having me. It's a great honor to be on your show, Trish. Oh, wow. Thank you. And you know, Elizabeth, everybody is so busy doing their thing, you know, working on their goals and working on their purpose. I, I really appreciate you taking the time to come on here and, and share your story with us. So Elizabeth and I are working uh, with the Wealthy Woman Inner Circle as well. And that's how we connected. And I'm so excited because I know she can agree. We have made so many beautiful connections with women that are just thriving in their purpose. And guess what? All of them have such a beautiful story behind their success today. Now, Elizabeth, can you tell us who you are and what you do? Well, first off, I'd like to start with, I'm just an everyday woman who wants to make a difference in the world. And I just want to make a difference with a simple cup of tea. And when people think of tea, they think of a liquid beverage. I do drink tea on my tea time. And I was doing tea parties before COVID hit, but then with COVID, we had to find a different solution. So I started doing virtual tea times with guests from around the world. And last year I did over 70 tea times with many different artists and, and authors and foundations and movements because as a child I always wanted awareness so that's what I do at my tea times is I bring awareness. The story behind how tea time got started was when I was four my great grandma she gave me my first cup of tea mm -hmm. and she gave me a life lesson. She told me here's your cup of tea enjoy. Well, my first cup of tea, I drank really fast. And she's like, no, 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 no. And she was from Germany. So she was like, no, 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 no. So I was like, <laughs> so I was like, oh, okay. What did I do? Right. So, and then she's like, no, I want you to take your time and I want you to savor your tea. I want you to reflect 
and look at what you want to do with your life because this cup of tea is going to change your life. And when she said that, I really never understood what she meant by that. And growing up, a cup of tea always saved me. It always brought me back. It always gave me strength. Uh, it was always different. So, and I'm different. I'm big on being different and not doing things like others. I like to think outside of the box. Wow. So wow. with my with my tea times, what I've noticed is that a lot of people, they come to my tea times and they're thinking, oh, we're going to have a cup of tea and we're just going to have a quick little chat. Well, by the time that my guests leave, uh, they have a life experience. That's what all of my guests have explained to me is it's been a life experience for them during that tea time. Because I make them look within, right? So when we look within our cups and we look within our cups of tea, our our cup is our body. Our tea is our inner strength, our inner challenges, our inner struggles that we've overcome. So your cup of tea is actually really strong. And it's different for everyone because some will go through addiction, some will go through abuse, some will go through grief, yes. some will go through a, a job a job loss, you know? So everyone's story is different. And I make them understand that it's not just a cup of tea that you're getting when you come to see me. So that's a little bit about what Ms. Liz does. And I'm also a huge, um, advocate for human rights and child 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 activists for grief uh, abuse and mental health i'm really big on mental health because i live with mental health mm-hmm. and uh and i became a best-selling author four times uh three times with sacred hearts rising and once with the unstoppable gems with charlotte howard yes. who is the amazing woman for wealthy women's circle so I agree. Uh, big shout out to Charlotte for connecting us, right? Because we wouldn't absolutely, be absolutely. Wow, Elizabeth, I am in awe at how you just, you know, took a, a simple cup of tea and just transformed the meaning of that whole experience of of uh, of that cup of tea. And you know, what I love is that you. Um, you said that that cup represents our body and the tea represents our inner strength. And that is so important uh, because I believe that we need to constantly work on our inner self, making sure that we are building ourselves, allowing for ourselves to become stronger, irrespective of what we go through. Now, Elizabeth, I'm looking at your bio here and my goodness, you are involved and <laughs> you are really involved and this is amazing i can really see you know when people say that they want to make a change but with you i can see that you are definitely making a change because you are part of so many organizations you are especially in book one because book one was my first chapter in uh, sacred hearts rising that was compiled by brenda hammond Mm -hmm. and uh I've written in every single book and I'm writing in the last book because the series is going to be done. And when I wrote my story, a lot of people were like, how could you have went through all of that and be the person that you are today? Mm-hmm. And I tell everybody that it's because I choose to be not what I was given. Because I was given so much abuse and so much abandonment and betrayal growing up and even in my adult life that I didn't want 
to portray that to anybody else. I didn't want anybody else to go through what I had went through. And, and that's why I became a huge activist and a huge voice for the voiceless. For And uh, yeah, so I, I've been through uh, a lot of sexual abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse, uh, psychological abuse, mm-hmm. um, domestic abuse. Uh, and I've been through abandonment, betrayal from my parents, from my family. From good friends who I thought were friends, so I've been through quite a bit, and then I've been through grief. When I speak of grief, I've lost a, a daughter from my child molester. He was the father, and she was stillborn. So I lost her at the age of 14. So I'm really, really big on bringing awareness to child abuse, especially family abuse, because everyone speaks on this stranger danger. For me, it was family danger. It wasn't the strangers that were the danger, it was my family, it was the circle inside that was the danger. So it's made me really guarded and very watchful. I, I, I am a person who watches a lot. Uh, I need to know my surroundings. Um, if I'm involved with anything, I like to connect with every single person so I know who's in that circle. So I know who I'm vibing with and who I'm not vibing with. Yes. And I think that's uh, that's been my survival kit that I've given myself is just watch who's beside you. Becoming more aware of, um, and I always call it, I say, become intelligently aware of your surroundings, become intelligent, intelligently aware of the people that you are connecting with. Um, and now I can understand why you had to put yourself in that position based on everything that you've just um, mentioned. And you know, my hat goes off to you because you have been through quite a bit. And, and you know, I, I always believe that we are not given something that is too much for us to handle. Um, and clearly, you are regarded as a very strong individual. If I hear some of the things that you've been through already and to know that today you are still willing to put yourself in that position as a third party trying to bring awareness in these different situations that you had to go through to me is wow you you have embraced your healing process and that for me is so difficult sometimes and you know and I'm sure it is difficult for so many people to go through that process of healing because once we go through the difficult times we we are we we stick we are stuck in that emotional state and you know from being emotional we have to move into the healing phase and and it's very difficult to transition from 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 that to from the emotional part to the to the to the healing part of it but you have clearly clearly done that and um is there is there something that you can uh, that that comes to mind that you can say that was like the most challenging and i know everything you mentioned was challenging but what was like the the most um heartbreaking or most challenging thing for you most heartbreaking thing i think it would be putting my kids into care to protect them uh, knowing that i would grieve my living children as well as i lost my daughter who passed so i grieved twice 
And uh, that's what I wrote about in Sacred Heart's book number two was shining through double grief because I grieve through the dead and I grieve through the living. Yeah. And even today, the bond between my children and me isn't, it's never going to be the same. Yes. But as they get older, they understand more. But when they were younger, there was a lot of anger. There was a lot of hurt. There was a lot of, how dare you, mom, you know? Yes. Um, so I think that was my biggest challenge to overcome was, and living with myself, right? Because I did it for them because uh, when I first put them into care, I asked for help and I said, please just give me six months. I just need six months to get back on my feet. I need help. I had just gone through a divorce. Uh, I was diagnosed with conversion disorder. And for people that don't know what that is, is my body shuts down without any notice. So I can't speak, I can't walk, I can't see. Um, and there's no notice for that. And it still happens to this day. Some days I can get up and I can't walk, I can't talk. So uh, I do a lot of writing to get over that. But uh, yeah, I think the hardest part, Trish, was having my kids in care and knowing that I was here, but I couldn't be there for them. Yes. So. But do you believe that you did everything in your power at that time? Oh yeah, because the thing was my kids went into care for six months. And then I was getting stronger and I because I had to learn how to walk again because I had lost feeling from my hips down. So it took me about six and a half months to learn how to walk again. I still walk with a little limp. Uh, a lot of people don't know this because they see me on camera and they don't see me walking. So yes. Um, and uh, I had asked my kids to give me just a couple more months to get on my feet. And my kids had asked me if they could stay where they were and that kind of hurt but for me my kids were my life and they are my life still today so it took me about a month to decide and then i had signed them over for crown ward so they stayed until foster care until they were adults but we still stayed in touch i was always connected i always had my visits and that so yeah that was the hardest thing i think overcoming that but I know that I did the right thing because I did what my kids asked me to do. Yes. And sometimes when um, people are looking at the situation from the outside, they are not going to understand the things that you had to do, the decisions you had to make in order for you to do what you did. And the fact that you know in your heart that you've done uh, everything in your power to help your kids then for me, that's that's it for me, you know? Mm -hmm. And 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 the fact that you kept in contact and the fact that you tried, you constantly tried to make things better. You tried to get better yourself physically. And mm -hmm. to say that you're still going through what, uh, some of the, 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 the physical pain to date says to me that in the midst of your, I'm going to use say this, use this word, chaos, you are still finding strength. In the midst of your chaos, you are still trying to bring peace to others and help others that are that are going through the similar things or the same things that you have gone through. And for me, that is and that should be a proud moment for you, 
because I want to say that I am proud of you for for doing what you're doing, for being so involved in your community, for being so involved with with people going through the the, the things that you've gone through. It's very difficult to bring yourself uh, uh-huh. to to this position, so you should indeed be proud of yourself. And there's one thing that I love that's in your bio. It says here that so for those of you that are listening, it says here that. Elizabeth is making big changes in the world by creating magical events where people come together to share their stories of trauma and triumph which is amazing because mm-hmm. remember um and this is my next question that I'm going to ask you you know not many people are comfortable sharing their story but Elizabeth how does it feel and I know this is not the first time you've written your books that share your life story but how does mm-hmm. it feel every time you share your story well a lot of people think okay she's just written it on a piece of paper and it's done and it's over with but when you write your life story mm-hmm. you go through the tr- you go through the trauma again you go through the triggers you go through yes. oh my goodness am i really doing this do it is anybody going to really want to read this like it's so horrible horrible right mm-hmm. some yeah. stuff is really really deep and very very graphic in that And when I first started writing and the first book I just kind of threw out the garbage. It was like almost 10,000 words and I was only allowed 2500 words for my first chapter and I was like it just all wanted to come out and it was like just all and then that's when Brenda had talked to me and said we're going to do your life but we're going to do your life in ch- in chapters. We're going to do it in stages. Wow. And we're going to continue the stages. And if you're okay with that and I said I think that's better for me. I think and I'm a person that likes to take steps. Mhm. I like to, I don't like to jump. I like to take steps. And I think and when, Elizabeth healing you ha- when it comes to healing from things that we go through, I believe it's important to do it step by step. And, and even to the stay trust. I I work on my healing. I work on my journaling. I work on the tools that I've got over the last 45 years is you know i've been through so much trauma and so much abuse it was that's all i knew was abuse there was no love there was it was all abuse uh so when someone says i love you i'm like oh i don't want that <laughs> because i know when someone says they love me they hurt me mm-hmm. right so yes. right away the guard goes up uh what do you want from me how are you going to hurt me when are you going to hurt me and over time i realized that not everybody that says they love me is or will hurt me you know yes. so it's taken a long long time and it's an everyday journey journey because healing is not just okay you go to therapy for a year and you're all you're all healed it's an everyday journey for the rest of your life especially when you go through abuse or mental health or grief it's an everyday journey because you're learning how to live with yourself in a different body than the one that you were actually born with because you're not the same person when you go through those things. Yes. Wow. Your story is absolutely inspiring and now I am reminded that I read something earlier today um Dr. Eddie Connor he posted it on his social media and I I feel like it's so fitting for what we're talking about and he says here that he's praying for for everyone today that your pup your pain be turned to purpose your hurt be turned to healing 
your wounds be turned to wisdom, your stagnation be turned to supernatural success, and your disappointment be turned to a divine appointment. And I think that is so relatable in this conversation that we're having today. Mm-hmm. And um, I know that for everybody that's going to be listening uh, to your story, is going to draw strength from you, is going to draw some wisdom from you, is going to draw some you know, understanding and knowledge from your experiences. And you know, maybe people are, are, that listen are not necessarily going through the same thing, but a struggle is a struggle. Pain is pain, hurt is hurt. And you know, I love that you, you, you are just putting yourself out there and just wanting to help people. And while you're helping people, it is helping you heal. So, um, and my last question to you is, what advice can you give to those that are listening today? The advice I would give everyone that's listening is just be you. No matter how broken you are and you feel broken, the pieces are there for a reason. And we're like a jigsaw puzzle, right? Because we need to put ourselves back together like a masterpiece. Yes. And if we don't take our broken pieces and actually look at them and heal them, then we stay broken. Absolutely. And I'm a person that wants everyone out there to know that the broken pieces need to be there. We all have broken pieces, no matter who you are. Everyone has gone through something in life. Whether it's a job loss, a child loss, um, abuse, neglect, divorce. Everyone has gone through something in life that has broken them at one point. Yes. And I look at it like a cup of tea. We have cups of tea that our cups are chipped sometimes, Mm -hmm. but we still can drink from them. We can still, we can still yes. enjoy. Yes. So for me, it's an enjoyment, right? Enjoy yes. the cracks, enjoy the breaks, because I honestly believe that everything that has happened to me, Trish, needed to happen so that I could be the voice that I am today for others. Oh wow! Absolutely. You know, I always believe that in order for you to impact and influence others in 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 their situations, you have to go through them because yes. that's the only way it will you can be you can relate you can share experiences because then it will be authentic it will be real when you go mm-hmm. through them but you know you have you have been so brave and i know you have been brave for a very long time now because i know that you are constantly sharing your story so i want to thank you for that and i know that everybody that listen that is going to listen to this that's listening to this is going to be so grateful that there is an Elizabeth in this world that has come forth with her story and sharing whatever she has gone through and also trying to give us some advice on on what to do you have been so phenomenal uh today i want to thank you and appreciate you and pray blessings upon blessings to you in every single area of your life so once again everyone thank you for taking the time 
like to listen to intense dialogue by Design for Greatness. You are loved and you are appreciated. Uh, stay tuned. We have more stories to share with you. And we are so excited uh, to do that because we want to do whatever we can to help you in whatever situation that you are going through. So take care and God bless you. Thank you very much, Elizabeth. Thank you so much.